Hey, what's up, everyone? It's your girl, Talena Brown, with Talks with T on Anchor FM and Spotify. That's Talks with T. You can find me on Facebook at Talena Brown, Instagram at Zariah underscore the underscore model, and TikTok at Talena B. Amore. Today, I am dropping part four of What Happened to You, Expired, a book by Oprah Winfrey and Dr. Bruce Perry. I'm um discussing chapter seven and chapter eight. That's post traumatic wisdom, and our brains, our biases, and our systems. So as I've been talking a lot about just the mindset, positivity, and what happened to you as a kid, you gotta dig into the root of your trauma, the root of what you're going through, and find out what happened. So post traumatic wisdom. Although some people can be resilient. Those pains do not go away. So you will see a lot of people that been through some stuff and it looks like they've been through nothing because the way they carry themselves. But those things do not go away at all. It's still in the head, like, but they just choose to pick a different route to send their brain. You know, they choose to just keep going, but it's still there. So check on people who have lost someone, people... Like, in the beginning, when you lose somebody close to you, in the beginning, everybody's still around you. And then after a while, it's like people leave you, leave your side. People still there for you, but it's not enough people like in the beginning, which in the middle and, at like, throughout life, that's when you start to need people more instead of the beginning. You still need them in the beginning, but it's good they be around during the whole time and stuff like that until... You're comfortable enough, but you'll still have those days. Don't get me wrong. Trauma just don't fade away. Our brains are changing every day. You always need new challenges. You can talk to some people. You could talk to people. I'm sorry. You could talk people out of being mad. But you have to calm them out of it. You can't just talk them out of it. Being that you ever... Heard somebody in line at a grocery store and they just get mad. Perfect example today. The um system was down at Walmart. Um, so it wasn't taking credit card payments or anything like that. And they really had people get mad at the workers. Like they don't have nothing to do with that. And the worker, like, I'm trying to that I don't have nothing to do with this and everything, but they still get mad. So you really have to calm talk them down into not being mad. And I wish I could give a good example right now, but the perfect example would be my experience with somebody that's mad right now. And I don't have that person that's mad with me. So, yeah. So give them control and let them feel safe first. So once you feel safe, you notice how people that feel safe around you, they tell you anything and they talk to you. And everything. So you got to let them feel safe around you before you go talking to them and trying to calm them down. Having a village of people to help you during trauma can really stabilize your mood. Be around people when you're feeling lonely and sad. I know sometimes it's hard, but some people, the people going to be around you that's truly there for you, they're going to be willing to listen. And I know sometimes it's hard because sometimes you do want to be alone, but then you want somebody with you. And I be feeling like that, too. But, like, talk to them first, get around somebody, and then after that, have that little calm down 
time, calm down time to just recuperate, rejuvenate your mind. And you can really do both with that. So find you a church home, meaning people, a community of people that can help you get through it. Um, you can find a church home. You can find a group of people, something that you love and enjoy, like a hobby or something like that. A group of people that love that hobby. Um, just people that it's really going to be there for you. I know nowadays they have people that's doing this and doing that and so-called friends, fake friends and stuff like that. But you don't even have to get into a friendship thing with them. You could just, okay, we love riding bikes. Let's go ride bikes or something like that. And then you go home. You don't have to do all that. And so Oprah states, when you see a single mother or a single father trying to work, take care of their kids, make sure the house in order and have no one to turn to, but they get through it. And it's really, it's really impossible. We really need people. If you have someone that can step up, take, give them a break, like take their kids let them just go relax their mind. And I know sometimes that's hard because you don't want to leave your kids with any kind of people or even your people because you're like, well, they're they going to do this and do that. But sometimes you do need that alone time. Sometimes you do need to get away. That's a big stress reliever, especially for people that's around their kids 24-7. I know sometimes you just need a break. And it's like when they sleep, you like, should I sleep? Should I? Like, <laughs> that that's something. So hopefully you find those type of people that can give you a break. And everything because that will be so awesome. You are not meant to raise children isolated and alone. We have to find con- connectivities and get together as a village again. Everyone needs help in some way. You can say you don't need help with nothing, but some you do need help with some things. So just think about that. I'm gonna go to our brains, our bias, and our systems. This one is a big one, and this one I really like this one because. It talks a lot about stuff that's deeply rooted, not only in your mind, but in the world, like in the communities, in the U.S., in the like in the world, deeply rooted things. So trauma can influence our health. The word trauma is used in different ways. It don't, they got blunt force trauma when somebody hits somebody in the head with tra- like trauma. They have a traumatic experience. You see something or something like that. Trauma can be used in different ways. Trauma can impact our genes, white blood cells, heart, gut, lungs, and brains. To be excluded or dehumanized in a organization, community, or in the world. So when you feel in excluded, like you're less than, like nobody wants you to be around, that could be traumatizing. And although if you felt that way when you was young and then growing up, now you feel that way too. It's not all the time that is true, but sometimes people go through stuff whenever they're younger and people don't know that growing up. And like you could be with a person that's let me see. Say you was deeply traumatized and you was always excluded and stuff in school and growing up. And then when you get older and start having groups of friends or groups of associates, should I say. And sometimes one of those don't like talking all the time, but you want to talk. And when they pull away or whatever, you feel like you're less than. You feel like you just got abandoned. 
and that hurts. So think about that. Find those triggers. Like I always talk about triggers. And like I always say in all my podcasts, I don't teach anything that I haven't been through, haven't went through, haven't learned from. If I didn't learn about it, if I haven't been through it and got over it, I can't teach y'all. And that's just how it been. And that's how it's going to be. Because, like, I'm not going to teach nobody on marriage whenever I ain't never been married. Stuff like that. So, people don't know your trauma. So, they don't know they're really hurting you. Like I said just now, a perfect example of somebody got abandoned as young and then now... They're talking to somebody and that person just don't want to talk that day because that's the type of person they is. They don't like talking all the time. They're going to feel abandoned. But the other person not going to know that because they don't know your trauma. So that goes on a lot because like you have people speaking to people and just being friendly in the world in the store. Some people really, truly trying to be friendly and then they'll come across this person that's just like get out my face type person. And that really hurt them because they like, Man, I'm trying to change, trying to grow. But then whenever I see somebody, they always in their feelings. They always telling you to move. They always just grumpy. And there's a lot of people just and then sometimes they're not even always grumpy. Sometimes they just going through something, but the other person don't know that. So. That's something else people need to watch is to not prioritize people about how they look or anything or how what they face look like. (laughs) And I used to do that all the time, but now I stopped. So think about that. If you're talking to somebody or you're speaking to somebody and they just look like they have an attitude or they just don't speak back, just don't don't even take in no kind of weight because you never know if they're going through something or if they truly didn't even see you. So think of a child struggling in school. They won't just tell the teacher. So they get labeled of not as not smart or not good enough. So basically, for example, my oldest daughter, she was going through a lot in school for his work. And I would ask her, like, why you don't ask the teacher for help if you need help? And she like, no, because the other kids going to pick on me and they're going to call me stupid. And I don't know nothing, so I'm not going to ask. But I'm like, you, you need to ask because... Like, how else are you going to learn? So that's that's some stuff, too. Like, And teachers, you know, they have plenty of kids in a class, so you can't just be on one all day or every day. But the kid's not going to just go to you and tell you what's wrong. And then when they start not passing, that's when it looks bad on them. But at the end of the day, kids pick on kids, kids bully kids, all of that. So the more you learn about trauma and stress, response the easier it is to understand certain behaviors and encounter in a workplace in a relationship or at school the problem have to be addressed before you can get the results a major predator of humans or other humans so when you connect with people who are like you you feel comfortable when you connect with people who are not like you you feel unsafe and threatened so for example I used to be in the medical field, so I felt comfortable around people in the medical field. But if I go around someone in criminal justice or in the music industry, I'm going to feel uncomfortable because I don't know how to sing. So when I'm with y'all singing and everything, perfect example, I was on this movie set and one of the actors 
Craig Robinson, he was um singing and he was like, okay, you get the next verse. I'm like, no, I'm not. I cannot sing. Anybody embarrass me, tell jokes on me. Oh, no, not doing it. So, yeah, but it's always good to get uncomfortable. So find that trigger and use it the way you use it. Your brain is always using shortcuts and not always accurate. They make stereotypes and put people's in, people in categories. The first category our brain sends us to us is what we learned when we were little. Everyone has some sort of bias, some disordination to the world. So take TV, for example, compared to environment. Like back in the day, you always seen criminals and the criminals was always black. Police officers always white. So people that watch TV and they really go in the world, they always thought cops was bad because this was happening. They always thought black people was bad because this happened on TV. And that goes into a big interpretation of how you see the world because just because you see something different don't mean it's different. Like they have a lot of cops. They do have good cops, bad cops. They have good doctors, bad doctors. They have good nurses, bad nurses. They have good people in the financial industries that's going to truly help you. They have bad people in the financial industry that will hurt you. And once that one person do you bad, you're going to think they're all bad. And it's crazy. But that's how the world works. But you have to really recognize it. So, biases is presented but not plainly expressed. Racism is beliefs about the superiority of one's race over others. But biases is not. So, for example, a lot of stuff with racism, I don't really like getting into all that stuff. But learning from the book, racism was taught. And... Basically, like I was saying about the cops and the people on TV, that's basically how racism works. So you can have people that are like, I have black friends or I never say the N-word or nothing like that. You cannot say that, but it's what you teach inside the house. It's what you say in front of your kids. And it's not just a black and white thing because some people don't like Chinese people. Some people don't like Mexicans. Some people, like, it, it's just everything. Like, you cannot like Fat people, you cannot like skinny people. That's all racism, and that's what people don't understand. And sometimes it's just stuff you was taught in the house. Take a kid, for for example. You take a newborn baby and grow them up and teach them nothing about people. They're going to either like or dislike everybody. They're going to not even know nothing. But that's another topic. So take... Take a baby, a kid, for example. When you have a kid, you teach them, oh, this is a good person, this is a bad person. Um, tell them, hi, you should talk to this person, don't talk to that person. Um, Even whenever you not pay attention and you with your friends and your child just right there and you're like, oh, look how bad she is, oh, look how ugly she is or something like that. Your kids picked up, pick up on that and that grows their development of them saying it to other kids and then other kids saying it to other kids. And that is where racism that is where kids learn how to bully that that all comes from that that right there so once we stop talking about other people or even around our kids not around our kids when we stop talking about that to other people and only focus on what matters and what is helpful then all that should be 
I'm not gonna say in because not everybody gonna do it, but it should make it a better place. <laughs> so long-term solution is to minimize the development of impact biases. Get out, get our kids out earlier in their lives. We have so much unexpressed potential. So make sure your kids like be around other kids, especially other people of color, go to heritage things or whatever. Um, make sure they just get around everybody because if you love on everybody and you don't show no kind of hate towards nobody, like none of this stuff going to be going on. And that's just what I got from the book. And thank y'all and have a nice day. This is my podcast. I'll be bringing you part five next week. That's a wrap up with chapters nine and 10. And then I'll have my special guest on mindset set, Jeffrey Johnson. He's one of my business partners in um the company I'm with and everything and we're are we ready to kill it. I will be recording on Anchor a film with that. Um I'll also be doing a YouTube video with him and we're gonna go from there. So that's tell this is Selena Brown with Talks with T. Hit me up on Spotify and Anchor FM with Talks with T. Instagram at Zariah underscore the underscore model. TikTok at Telena B Amore and Facebook at Telena Brown.